Hey guys, we're Workplay Branding, a visual marketing company invested in changing the way you create content online for your business for less than $500 a month. We have been using the Workplay method to launch visual marketing strategies for businesses all over North America and Europe. If you are wanting to uplevel your marketing, we are giving listeners of the Workplay podcast an exclusive video bonus offer on their first workplace shoot for free when you DM us the word podcast. This offer is valued at $1,500. And again, we are giving this away for free. To claim this offer, go to at Workplay Branding on Instagram and DM us podcast to claim this exclusive free video bonus offer valued at $1,500. That is at Workplay Branding on Instagram. DM us the word podcast. Don't miss out. Welcome to the Workplay Podcast, where we deep dive into how to create a visual marketing strategy that actually moves the needle. Take a peek inside the minds of hundreds of Workplay members who have created successful visual campaigns that have generated millions in revenue. You don't know until you've tried it how you can level up. If I didn't have to do all the producing, if I didn't have to do the filming, if I didn't have to do the editing, what space would I then have to do something else? So I think if you're someone that does all your video content and you're like, I don't need it, well, what could you do with that time that you spent doing all that recording? What could you create within your business if you let somebody else do it and how could you level up? I feel like after the podcast now, I'm like, I'm like loosened up, you know? Okay. So we're coming back in. We were talking about how if you're going all in in video, you might be experimenting a little. I've watched Workplay members experiment with video and how much stuff comes in when you start experimenting with video. For example... You buy a camera and you're like, I'm buying this video camera. Typically, people who have hard drives, they're like, oh, I'm going to buy this hard drive that is 100 gigabytes something. And you're like, wow, this is a big one. I have one right here that is 10 terabytes. Oh, my God. And it's almost full. And I have three of them. And then I have a bunch of five terabytes. So even just the amount of space it takes, but then taking that raw material and trying to edit it yourself if you don't have the proper sound. Did you think about lighting? It's not wrong to play around and find something that works for you if that's what is right for you. But I think if you're saying to yourself, I'm going all in on video, bringing in someone to help you with it, why do it yourself? Your memory card is going to fill up and then you're going to have five hours of footage sitting on a computer and you're going to go edit what? Huh? How? And I think just bringing in somebody to help, you'll realize just like with photo, I'm sure there are workplay members. I would love to hear everyone's first experience of getting their first set of photos back when they're like, wow, I'm so glad I didn't have to do that myself. I'm so relieved. Wow. All I have to do is post this. This is stunning. Going all in and experimenting is great. A lot of people find that the experimenting leads to like, oh, I like need help. Specifically with video, because of all of the things that you just mentioned, it's a whole nother beast, which is honestly why I think people are scared to jump into the video game. 
Yeah, I I totally agree. I have some friends of mine who are starting a podcast. They hired me to do just some consulting because they wanted to do a podcast that they can put online and as a video as well. And within five minutes, they're cracking up. They're like, we're over here thinking we could just throw our computers up and just like record something like on my computer when like you need an app for that. Do you have a good microphone? Have you wiped your screen off on your camera? Do you have a good light? How are you editing it afterwards? Any podcast you listen to or any YouTube video you watch has been edited. Very rarely do you find people who are just doing purely raw. I mean, this is a natural conversation. This will be lightly edited. Like we're not making anything fake, but like the beginning's got to be cut off. You might add a little song to it. You want to add a visual. So I think... It's just more than you expect. To make it the way that you want it in this powerful way, the editing needs to be strategic, right? And and also that puts less pressure on you to make it this perfect thing, but you do need a professional to help you with that if you're not (laughs) And again, it's this level. It's like, there's a ton of stuff you can do from your phone. You can make a reel from videos you took on your phone and you can like you can do that. It's not all you have to hire somebody, but I think we were just talking about the level up, the power up with within workplace branding of what you guys offer with the B-roll, which is an amazing resource for your clients. But then this is the level up from that of we're taking that and curating it to tell a specific story. I feel like there is a time and place for the the face the camera video. Yeah. You shoot on your iPhone mm-hmm. and then professional created video uh, yep. that you shoot in like a studio or a very controlled setting. Yeah. What are those times and places for either or? So I feel like when I'm thinking about you're on your phone and you're recording yourself, I'm like, I'm thinking about like people I follow recently. It's like someone who does interior design that I follow and she just installed something dope into her house. And she was like, y'all, look at this thing that I just installed. And here's like what I envisioned. Here's what, here's a before, here's the after. And she just was like excited and juiced up and wanted to show in real time this thing and share the journey. And it was really cool. Or if you're like, I follow a lot of chefs and they're like, this is what's for dinner. Here's what we're having. Here's the mayhem of the real behind the scenes of what it looks like when I cook. And then you see them post later and you know, they have a professional camera set up, you know, they have lighting and they're like, here's a recipe. And I want you and you're going to follow me. And they have all their very specific utensils that they use for when they're on video, but you notice on their iPhones or their phones, it was whatever spoon they had in reach. So I think the idea between there's off the cuff stuff, there's stuff that you're even like, ooh, there's some people who are like, oh, this holiday is coming up or this event. So I'm just going to throw something up because it's happening right now or it's happening in a week versus I have a vision of something that has a beginning and an end. I have a, a purpose, like we were just saying, it doesn't just have to be like a class, like a 10, you know, 10 series class, but let's say internally you're teaching your staff something or you're onboarding people, but there's, it's specific. You don't want them to miss anything. And 
there is a vision for it. And investing in that time. So it's like the behind the scenes chef throwing together dinner after their restaurant shift versus I have a recipe that I've spent months putting together and testing and now it's ready. So I want to show it to you. So I think just that the difference is the intention behind it, the beginning and the end and it being curated for a purpose. What would you say to the people who are like, I don't need professional content. I've gotten this far with Mm. filming myself on an iPhone. I've gotten this far with having my podcast hit 80 million downloads. And all I do is talk into my phone and (laughs) use my (laughs) webcam as my like filming of that. What would you say to those people? Well, first of all, Yes, go you, you're a boss and that's amazing. And you don't know until you've tried it how you can level up. If you're saying just no automatically, you're create some possibility, really talk it out with yourself. Like what if I had the emotional space to just show up? What would that, what gift would that be for myself? If I didn't have to do all the producing, if I didn't have to do the filming, if I didn't have to do the editing, what space would I then have to do something else? Oh, all of a sudden another part of your business could expand because you're not trying to have like your phone covered. Like I know I have a client who recently invested in getting a social media manager because they were like trying to do it all. And I was like, well, you can't be, you can't run, you know, not everyone can run their business and run all their social media. And she was in a place to hire someone and the freedom she feels and the way her business is expanding is a direct result of her investing in bringing in somebody else to help. So I think if you're someone that does all your video content and you're like, I don't need it. Well, what could you do with that time that you spent doing all that recording? What could you create within your business if you let somebody else do it? And how could you level up? I love that you said that because a lot of times what I hear is that type of person doesn't identify with their shiny version of themselves. Mm. And it's almost like a mindset block to say, no, that is not authentic to me. And I would challenge that because your authenticity will always show. So are you scared that you're not being authentic or are you scared about what people are going to say when you make this switch, when you've built a identity around not being at that level? I mean, we're human. We appreciate beautiful things. And when you already have that authenticity, you've already gotten the accolades, you've already gotten the views. What would happen if you up-leveled, what would happen to those views? You have no idea because there's this mindset block or this pushback to something that's well done, shiny version. It comes down to fear of failure. Because if you put this much energy into something, if you really try to go outside of your comfort zone to up level and it doesn't work, 
it's that fear that you're not going to be, you're not good enough for the shiny version of yourself. And I see that a lot with members coming in or trying to do something new that they've never done before, like create a vision and visuals and a visual marketing campaign that is totally different than what they were doing before. On top of that, it's like letting go of some control. Like if somebody else is doing it, you don't have control, which I think that leads to the failure aspect of, well, if I'm not in control of it and it fails, oh, I I should have been the one to do it. If it's someone who's doing their own stuff right now, that alone is a journey that's worth investing in in yourself and being like, I need to push myself. And something I do a lot with my clients is I always want to hold space for anything that anyone has to say, anything they want, What are you envisioning? What's your dream? I always, before a shoot, I'm like, what are the must have? What if we walk away and you don't have, you're going to be disappointed or it's not going to have been worth it. And I always make sure I have that. And then after that, we really work together to be like, let's just let this fall into place. When you're just being yourself and you're letting go of all the expectations of what it is or isn't, I think that's when real magic happens. Like I just delivered something to a client who are really, they made a really, really big investment in their business. And we filmed it over the summer and I've been working on the edit. And, you know, they had, they had some expectations up front of like, we need this to be said, we need this, we need this. And it was like, okay, we got it. I hear you. I'm going to make sure it's all in there. And I delivered it and they send me a text. They're like, we have more to say, but all we have to say right now is we're obsessed. We're in tears. We can't believe how much you captured the heart and soul of our business. I push them to be like, look, I know that you think you want that, like the details of like, this is our business name and this is what we do and this is what it's for. And I was like, let's show them instead of saying it all. And that's sort of the beauty of documentary style filmmaking is like, it's not always needs to be said. Sometimes it's shown. And so I think being in that space with somebody else and considering like, what can someone else bring to the table that could help you? And like, it's not saying you're not good enough. It's just like, we all have a skill. And that's why we're here collaborating is because I'm not running workplay branding. I need you to run it because you're the magic of workplace branding. I need you to do that because I can't do that. But I'm bringing this part in and now together, like we're better. That's the essence of power-ups within the method. Yeah. It's this ability to do the method while also powering up, leveling up in so many different areas of your business. And this by far is one of my absolute favorites because it's so trending right now. It's so what people need right now. And it's so integrated in what you're already doing as a workplace member. This podcast is edited and produced by the Virtual Assistant Studio. This episode of the Workplay Podcast is brought to you by Workplay Branding, a visual marketing company invested in changing the way you create content online. In 2019, they revamped the Workplay method and have been using this exact process to launch businesses' visual marketing strategies all over North America and in Europe. Head over to WorkplayBranding.com to learn exactly how you can launch your visual marketing strategy and cohesive brand 
for less than $500 a month.